which sounded like a good idea over beers and my new boyfriend's hot tub <laughs> to go on a rock climbing trip with a bunch of really experienced rock climbers when my resume as far as sort of outdoor athletic activities and anything athletic at all included the first time I roller skated breaking my arm and the only time I ever decided to bomb my bike down the hill really, really fast, I knocked out my two front teeth, popping out of my head, buried in a glass of milk, but that's another story. <laughs> so here I was, standing at the base of a 20-story cliff in the middle of a desert in the middle of Idaho, strapping on my two tight shoes that I had just bought the week before at Next Adventure, uh, preparing for my first adventure. And <laughs> in addition to the shoes, I had purchased um, appropriate uh, hiking footwear, uh, a harness of my own, which is that web Spider-Man looking device that uh, saves your life if you happen to require that, which I was planning not on having to require for that day, but uh, that's coming. So, <laughs> here I am. I've got my shoes on, I'm tying them really, really tight because I read a magazine the week before that you want those toes to come in contact with the rubber, to come in contact with this vertical wall, and that will help you ascend magically. <laughs> um, so I tied them as tight as possible and I stood there nervously waiting for my boyfriend to get himself outfitted for the task. And then we tied ourselves together, much like an umbilical cord. When you're climbing with someone, you have a rope that you hold, and they have a rope that they tie to themselves, and then the whole thing comes together, <clears throat> apparently. And so, here I am, <laughs> and we're ready to go. And my boyfriend of three months takes me very firmly by the shoulder, and he says, this rope, you see this rope? It's going into your belay device, the aluminum, tiny aluminum piece of metal that is actually gonna hold my life as I am ascending this rock and hold his life as well. Tied together, he says, this rope, do not let go of this rope. Don't, don't let go of this rope or I'm gonna die. <laughs> and at that point, I was not gonna let go of that rope. Okay, we're good, I'm not gonna let go of the rope. We're good, I've got it. The only clincher is that I have to actually feed the rope up to him as he's climbing, so I have to slide my hand. So I basically welded my thumb to my fingers. That was never, nothing was coming, nothing could do it. I didn't, it didn't matter, attacked by hornets, nothing was happening. And so basically he puts his shoes on and he just basically disappears like Spider-Man. <laughs> up the wall and I'm throwing this rope up because I feel this tension on his body as he's getting further and further away from me and there's a pile of rope getting ever smaller at my feet, and I'm throwing it towards him as he's going up, 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 and I don't want to pull him off. He might fall on me or pull me up, or I don't know what could happen, and I definitely don't want to kill this man I hardly know. So, he <laughs> goes, and there I am. At the base of this cliff, I'm alone. I'm essentially alone. I, I see the rope, but he's gone. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, it becomes apparent by this jerking on the rope and the lack of a pile of coiled rope at my feet that, that it's, my, it's my turn. And so I have to do this thing. I have to remember 
what he told me, which is that at this point, I felt the jerk, I can't really hear him, but I need to remember that at that point, he's safe, I'm assuming he's safe, he's tied into an anchor, he told me all about this, you tie yourself with multiple points of contact and space, so I'm, I'm taking him off. I'm hoping that I'm doing this correctly because I'm basically by myself at the bottom of this rock. And I take him off, and there the rope is dangling in front of me, and now I'm to tie myself into it, and I'm to follow him up to my fate unknown. And I'm trying to remember the thing that he told me about the little bunny, and you take it, and you wind it around, and you poke him in his eye, and somehow that's supposed to be like, I just do it, I do it all the time. And then I'm attached, I'm attached, and this is like, there's, you're jerking on me, it's time, it's time. I gotta do this, fuck it. <laughs> My shoes are as tight as they could possibly be. My harness is on, I'm double attached, and it's time to go. And so I put my toe on this very sheer wall and I touch a little crystal and I kind of, I hop up onto my foot and it actually works. It works, and I was like two feet off the ground. And there I, I, was, I was going, right? I was two feet off the ground. And so I looked again for a tiny little shadow where I could put my foot and I put my foot into that little divot and it worked. And these salamander shoes that I have been sold actually seems to be helping me do this impossible task. And so here I am and I'm feeling these sharp little crystals. Anyone that's ever climbed knows that the most satisfying feeling is this little dagger of a feeling in your fingers where it's actually all coming together. And so up I went and it was this vertical crossword puzzle experience. <laughs> these problems were coming to me and I was solving them and I was actually good at this, I thought. And up I go, and up I go, and I'm following the rope, and all of a sudden this rope goes around the bend. And I look, and as I look to follow the rope around the bend, I'm hanging here fairly, I felt sturdy, and I look down, oh. and there's my backpack. And it's, it's, it's really small. <laughs> Why the hell am I doing this? is basically what crossed my mind because here I am and I have, I don't know what I'm doing and I just closed my eyes and I trusted that this man that I barely knew has gotta know what he's doing. And so here I went and around the corner and I kind of stepped around and it was straight again and we're going. And then all of a sudden there are these knobs called chicken heads and they actually look like the head of a chicken if you kind of skinned it off and had no beak and whatever, but you can hold on to them. And so I'm holding on to them and I'm going and all of a sudden, here I go and the world changes and I'm on like the surface of the moon. <laughs> and we're like crossing the moon and there's these craters that are filled with water. And like little bugs kind of swimming around and I'm watching them as I go. And the next thing I know, I look up and there's my boyfriend and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette, holding onto his rope with a huge smile on his face, and I did it. And I'm, I'm on top of, I'm on top of the world, and I totally understand for that minute, like, why people do this, and why they climb mountains, and, and, and all of this stuff that seemed perfectly insane to me about 45 minutes before that, and and there I was, and I was up there, and I could see everything. I could see everything for as far as anything existed on the face of the earth. And then I heard someone coming up behind me, and all of a sudden everything started to get faster. 
our climbing partners were coming right up behind me and all of a sudden I started to notice that it was cold and I don't know if it's because I was sweating or if there was something actually coming in and there was this feeling of like weather or something, there's wind, I'm starting to notice all of a sudden the energy is getting more intense and I'm attached to this bolt that's been screwed into the top of this little area where we're all standing and it becomes clear that my boyfriend is gonna descend off the side of this rock and I'm gonna be left here with these other people that I know even less. And <clears throat> there he goes, rapping, and he's gone. And there I am, I realize that decorum, it's my turn to go next. We climb together, I go next. And so, for those of you that haven't done this before, when you're climbing with someone, you are attached to them. You have sort of a relationship. When you're coming down, when I first encountered the concept of climbing, I thought of the going up. We're going up, we're up, we're up, we're done. We're not done. <laughs> you gotta go down. And then when you go down, you're going down by yourself. And so I was handed this rope that weighed like, it was like lifting a car, because 20 stories worth of rope doubled over was a lot. And so you clip to myself and I'm kind of like squatting up here and my knees were shaking and Simon, the climbing buddy, is very kind and he helps me get in there and checks for me that I'm all ready to go and everything is good. And then I'm holding his hand and I'm trying to like, oh, and it wasn't, elegant and it wasn't sexy. It was kind of very clumsy. I wanted it to look a lot more like something else, but I, <laughs> I did it, right? I did it. I went around the side and I tried to kind of like uh, put my feet out in front of me and remember all the things the boyfriend had told me about sitting back and not rubbing against the rock and all this and I'm trying to do it and I finally get over the side and I'm actually going and I, by the way, have not let go of the rope this point. I'm holding it, welded, we're tight, we're good, I'm going down and down, I'm looking at the ground, it's getting closer, and I look up at Simon, and I'm like, this is awesome! And all of a sudden I have this flash, this memory that goes through my brain that morning when we got up and we got out of the tent. Simon took me aside and he said, Chris, put your hair back. When we go climbing, put your hair back very important that you put your hair back. And so what I had done very carefully and dutifully was tie these beautiful, tight braids on either side of my hair and it was totally back. The wind was not gonna blow my hair in my face. I was gonna be able to see every facet of that rock. And then, hanging there, I realized braids, that doesn't cut it. <laughs> By back, he meant back. And there I was, my braid had gotten through the blade of ice and back out the other side. And there I was. And I was hanging there. Everything got really get quiet. And I could see all these little shadows and like features on the rock and hear the wind blowing. And I didn't let go of the rope. I wasn't I, I got the rope, we're, and all of a sudden I started hearing this. This sound in the distance, you know? Rip it out! <gasps> <laughs> 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 I 
talking about my hair, and I was not going to rip my hair out of my head. But then I realized that was the only way I was going to be able to get off this rock. And so I grabbed my hair, and I held onto the rope, and I shut my eyes, and I kind of like hopped up. And we were good. I was out. <laughs> And then the next thing I knew, my feet were on the ground, and there was my boyfriend standing there, staring at me with this stupefied look. Like he thought I was not going to be the kind of girlfriend that was going to be able to get myself out of that situation. Like I was going to be the kind of girlfriend that was going to require rescue, <laughs> which is not the kind of girlfriend that is now married with two kids. <laughs> Man. was I thought that rock climbing and adventure sports were all about trusting somebody else. And what I realized was